Hello and welcome to the Life Becoming podcast series. This is episode four. As always, I'd like to take a moment before I get started to thank you all for taking some time out of your day to join me and have a listen today's, to today's episode. I personally am pretty excited to record it because it's something that I I still can't get enough of this topic. And when I was you know, going through my massive growth and transformation and, and really starting the journey to where I am right now, it was the topic that I would Google and I would listen to and devour podcast episodes on this exact topic. So I'm really excited to be able to share my take on this and um, hope that it provides some insight and some guidance and some inspiration for you that um, wherever you're listening from. I also wanted to thank you for all the amazing feedback that I continue to receive. It really does warm my heart to know that what I'm doing sitting here in my little office and talking to myself, which that's what it seems like a lot of the time, that there's people out there listening and, you know, that these, these words I'm speaking are resonating and the information contained within these episodes is being so helpful in helping you to move your life in the direction of your choosing and helping you towards creating the life that you truly desire so thank you please keep the feedback coming I love receiving it and if there's somebody that you know you have in your life that you think may also benefit from listening to this podcast please don't hesitate to share it with them Um, pop them in touch with me they can come across and join conscious joy seekers my facebook group and continue the conversation there and be surrounded with like-minded people i have a a strong um, desire myself and I, i crave community and creating a tribe of like-minded people so if that is something that resonates with you you're looking for something similar be sure to come across to conscious joy seekers and invite your friends the more the merrier Okie dokie, so let's get started with today's episode. I am actually really excited to record today's episode and share it with you because the topic for today is all about manifesting. However, I do want to take it in a slightly different direction and the title of today's episode is Manifesting Through Struggle. So I wanted to start off by, you know, I guess sharing a little bit of my insight into this. So when I first started my journey of self-development and my spiritual journey, I could not get enough of the topic of manifestation. I remember a number of years ago, way, way before I met my husband, Mick, um, I was given a copy of the DVD of The Secret. And I watched it and I loved it and I actually started applying it in the sessions that I was using with my clients but I wasn't able to obviously talk about law of attraction and energy and vibration and but I was able to sort of weave it in kind of subtly and it was quite helpful. So my first introduction to manifesting was way way back then and then it sort of you know got pushed not not pushed aside but it wasn't a real focus of mine but then a couple of years ago when I had a realization that I wasn't living the life that I truly desired it felt like I was living somebody else's life to be honest because the choices that I'd made had been in a line they weren't aligned with what I wanted my life to look like and in all honesty I probably didn't even know what I wanted my life to look like back then I was just creating my life through default. Oh, this sounds like a good idea. Oh, that would be a good career. I knew that I wanted to help people and finding my career in psychology was actually really good fit for me for a really long time. But when that changed and then I looked around and I had, you know, a brand new house that we just built and I had two beautiful kids and I had a husband who adored me and I had a great family and I had a good group of friends and yet something didn't quite feel right. I just had this sense of emptiness inside and I after you know years and hours and hours and hours more than I can even comprehend spending soul searching and researching I 
came across manifesting again and it was something that I started to actively apply to my life. Now it's easy when you know social media is full of people who are talking about abundance and you know attracting you know the ideal partner the perfect job you know earning millions of dollars through a business that you've created and all of those things are possible for anybody but if you're starting out on this journey you may be listening to me at the moment and thinking okay she's going I'm going to tell you some stories about some things that I've been able to manifest and how I've been able to do that and I just want to put this disclosure out there that just remember listening to this that I was you at some point not that long ago I was in a place of real struggle of unhappiness and I felt very lost and stuck and I didn't know which direction to turn my marriage was on life support and we had the option to pull the plug on a number of occasions but you know that's an episode another a topic for another episode I'll talk you through that how we managed to be able to resurrect our marriage and today recording this on the 11th of November is actually our eighth um, wedding anniversary which is really exciting so just keep in mind as you're listening to this that I'm sharing my story because this is the topic that I would have loved to have heard about when I was going through the struggle that I was experiencing. Now you may not be experiencing struggle right now, but you're just looking for some new techniques to help you, you know, ramp up your manifesting muscles, which is awesome. And I'm going to talk you through that towards the end of the episode. But I did just want to let you know, if you're looking at other people in your real life or on social media, and they seem to have everything that you want, and it seems to come really easy to them, you will probably notice yourself feeling quite jealous and you know that it's not fair what have they got that I don't have and that's how I used to view people even my coach my coaches I used to I was at a point when I've known these women for years and I was at a point where I was almost going to block them on social media because they were triggering me well they weren't triggering me I was being triggered by the perception that I had of myself by comparing myself to them and I'm sure that you can relate to that there's probably someone who just seems to have life really easy and everything comes really naturally to them they're really lucky there must be something special about them Um, I remember thinking you know when I'm thinking about my coaches Diane Michelle and thinking well they've got each other so of course it's going to be easier for them and I know that's not the case I know that they too have been through the same struggles and the same you know Um, self-criticism and inner demons that they've had to overcome in order to get to where they are and I am today going to share you with you some of what I have done to be able to not only overcome that way of thinking but actually apply the law of attraction to my life and be able to start attracting everything that I currently have in my life So we should get started with a bit of an explanation on what on earth the law of attraction is all about. So I imagine if you have found my podcast, you are probably quite versed on this. But for those that may be brand new to manifesting or have stumbled across this, I do want to also mention, and I do say this in most episodes, that if you're listening to this, it is not by chance. There are no coincidences. And in a sense, you're listening to this because you have manifested the desire for clarity around something or for knowledge around something or for you know, finding that community in tribe. It is not an accident. Everything in your life, everything that exists in your current you know, time, space, reality is there because you have attracted it to you and that includes listening to this podcast okay so let's take it as a law of attraction 101 everything in the universe is energy we are energetic beings we are a an extension of source energy and we are here as spiritual beings having a a physical experience and what we forget when we're born and through all the years of us living in this you know physical three-dimensional reality is that we have the ability to attract and create and physically manifest anything that we desire literally anything that you can imagine 
can become a part of your physical reality. So when you have an experience and it creates a desire within you, that's you launching that rocket of desire. Your higher self, the non-physical aspect of you, is then already on board with that. It's like, yeah, this is awesome. I love this. I love this. And, you know, just be, you know, enjoy that little fun play with your higher self and think about the, you know, how they're celebrating and that, that non-physical aspect of you is celebrating living the life that you have created through launching your desires of, you know, what you want your life to look like. So every time you have a, a thought, whether it's something that you know about or you just have a fleeting thought about, those desires are being launched and that your higher self, if it's those desires are in alignment with your higher self and it's in you know, the best interest for you, that's already there. It's already in existence for you. The reason that it doesn't just instantly manifest into reality is because you have to be a vibrational match to it for it to show up. Now, this is the key. So I mentioned before um, that I watched The Secret and The Secret was great as an introduction, but we need to go a little bit deeper than that. We need to understand how the law of attraction works a little bit more comprehensively. From, this is my understanding anyway, and my experience to really be able to make it work. So we do need to um, you know, have the, the desire. So when you have an experience and you launch your rocket of desire then it's already it's done it's already there for you and then the next part is that we need to actually um, essentially sit back and and allow that to come what most of us do however is that we will have a desire for something and then we will focus on the absence of that so if you want more money in your bank account but then you're focusing on the current physical reality that you are broke and that you don't have any money in your account and then you have 10 bills that are overdue and you're focusing on how on earth am I going to pay my rent this week the energy of that the frequency of the emotions you're feeling around what you're currently focusing on is in complete contrast to the energy of financial freedom and having you know all the abundance that you desire so the abundance that you're hoping for and that you're wanting to attract in your life can't come to you because you're not a frequency you're not you're not in alignment your frequencies don't line up so think about if you're in the car and you're tuning your radio so you want to listen to you know triple j or your favorite country station whatever floats your boat um that that station and that music is being broadcast at a specific frequency. So in order for your radio to be able to pick it up so that you can hear it, you have to dial your frequency to that exact same frequency and then you can receive it. So we go through life asking for things, whether directly and specifically or just through our experience of just you know a fleeting thought or we just desire things. And all those things that we desire have a frequency. And in order for them to then physically manifest into our life, we need to be a vibrational match, which in essence means that we need to be feeling how we would feel in this moment right here, right now, as if I had all of those things that I desired. This is the challenging part to making the law of attraction work for you. Because it's human nature to focus on what is, not to focus on what can be. But we have to be a we have to be a, a, a vibrational match. Otherwise, all of what we want cannot come to us. And your vibrational set point at any given time, so how you're feeling, is going to determine what does come to you. So if you're focusing on what is, and I did talk about this in the first episode, so if you're focusing on a problem or a situation that is difficult or unpleasant and your focus and your attention is on that, 
your how you're feeling vibrationally is going to be in alignment with what is so therefore what you want the resolution or the solution is unable to come to you because you are not in alignment with it and then you start to attract more and more of what you currently have so essentially we we just this is how we create by default we just start getting more and more of what we currently have i remember when i first started actively applying law of attraction to my life and i would think i'd have those moments where i think well what if this is just bs what if i'm putting all my energy and attention into feeling good and feeling how i would if all these incredible things had manifested into my life and i'm ignoring the problems what would happen if i am focusing on having you know enough money to be able to do what I want to do, to not have to go and work for somebody else, to be able to have the freedom to start my own business. I'm focusing on how I feel when I've got all of those things, but yet we keep having, you know, bills turn up and we, we, we still need to pay our mortgage and we still need to be able to live. And am I just burying my head in the sand and not focusing on reality? And it's interesting i'd so i I would query is the law of attraction just bs is it just a pie in the sky so this is something that you know um airy fairy hippies believe in and you know i i don't know and i would have these you know these conversations within myself about it and i thought you know what there's no harm in applying it because all it can do is either work or not work And if it doesn't work, well, I'm no worse off because my current situation is just the same. But how can thinking positively and being happy be a bad thing? And I always used to get these little reminders. So I'd go through stages of, you know, my day and even weeks and months at a time where I was able to maintain a high vibration and I felt really good and good things were happening. And then something would happen and I'd just go through a bit of a downward spiral and my vibration would drop. And then I'd, you know, I'd get a, I'd start to worry about money again. Money was a big thing for me. And it was, it was one of those things that I um, couldn't quite, escape from money seemed to have a real control over my decision making all of my life and it was the thing that I struggled most with get releasing that resistance to and every time I would sort of look at our budget and I would start to stress a little bit and get worried about something and my vibration would be in alignment with scarcity and lack sure enough law of attraction would show up and and confirm that this is something that is happening whether I like it or not because we would get an unexpected bill there was a time when I got a the first um you know fine I ever got for driving was I stopped at a set of traffic lights and I picked up my phone and just zoomed in on the GPS and I know that that's illegal and I it wasn't something that I should have done but in the moment, I was a little bit stressed. I was pregnant with Elliot and um, I was on the way to a medical appointment. I was feeling a bit stressed because I was going somewhere I didn't need to go. So I picked up my phone and I looked at it and bam, there was a police um, motorbike right there and they pulled me over and they were, he was like, oh, you're playing on your phone. And I said, no, no, but I wasn't because I honestly didn't think I was. He said, you were texting. And I said, no, I wasn't honestly. And then I remembered I'd looked at my GPS and I was just oh, mortified that, you know, this was happening one, but then I got a 360 something dollar fine and lost three points. And that was the first time I've ever lost points or been, you know, reprimanded for doing something wrong while I was driving in my entire driving history. And so we got this bill and it was like, of course I got a bill because this is how life works, right? We're struggling financially, about to have another baby. And here we go. Here's just another one, you know, layer on top of that. And then at this stage, I wasn't really actively aware of law of attraction. I wasn't applying it. So I kind of just let that go. And then as I became more and more aware of it, it was just a really interesting reminder every time things happened. There was a, another example of things were really tight and Mick was actually working away. So I was home with the kids by myself and I was actually really sick and I, I had bronchitis or something. I was really um, unwell and Mick wasn't there. So I was trying to do it all on my own. And one day he, um, because I was so unwell, Elliot was 
um, riding Poppy's scooter up and down the hallway. And this is in our pretty new house. And um, I heard kind of a bang and the, the kids sort of would run up and down the hallway and kind of bang into the front door and then ride back. And it was, you know, had some glass panels, but it had the wooden panels. So I didn't think too much about it. It was time to go and pick Poppy up from school and I dragged myself off the couch and I walked towards the front door and I saw it and Elliot hadn't banged into the wooden panel. He'd actually ran into the glass panel next to the door and smashed it with the scooter. And at that point, that was just like, okay, this is enough is enough. This is ridiculous. And I dropped my bundle and I burst into tears and I rang Mick and I didn't know what to do. And luckily he came home that night and um, flew back from Sydney to be there and support me, which was amazing. And I just was like, okay, I get it. I'm so focused on not having enough that I am getting more and I'm attracting more of those situations to me that confirm I don't have enough. So my vibration was one of scarcity and lack. So I was getting more and more situations show up on my life that reconfirmed this is how I'm feeling. And so it became paramount for me to start switching that energy and to start changing it. And how I went about that. This is what everyone wants to know is, well, what do I do? How do I get started? Like, what's the first thing that I can do? I talk about this in all my podcasts. It came up again in a live I did yesterday on Facebook, but awareness is the first part, the first step. Be aware. You are launching these rockets of desire all the time. You are asking all the time. You can start a process of, you know, sitting down daily or weekly or monthly or whatever works best for you and writing out the things that you really desire. And I'll talk about that in just a moment and go into that in a little bit more detail. But the very first step is just noticing, noticing what your focus is on. So if you have a situation in your life that is problematic, that is causing you struggle, and by struggle I mean that it feels bad, so you don't feel good about it, so essentially there's a problem that needs solving and you're focusing on the problem. You're thinking about how unfair this is or how unjust this is, or I don't know what to do. It seems hopeless. And if you're focusing on the problem, then your vibration is in alignment with the problem. The solution can't come to you while you are focused on the problem. So when you notice that you are absorbed or focused or you know kind of consumed in this energy of the problem you need to be aware of that and go oh this is what's happening I now have a choice I can continue to wallow in self-pity or get really down on myself or be angry at other people or blame other people and just generally feel pretty shitty about this situation or I can search for something that feels a little bit different now if you're right down at the bottom of a deep hole you're not probably going to be able to get from feeling really you know really hopeless to feeling absolute joy right in one moment there might be a stepping stone so you just need to search for the next best feeling and then the next best feeling and then the next best feeling and those feelings are generated by thinking so if you're focused on us on a problem we need to step back and go okay well this is how I'm looking at it this is not working what and what is another way that I can view this and just talk yourself through or journal on this problem and see if you can just slowly pull yourself out of that vibration into a slightly higher one and then from there try and pull yourself out just a little bit more into a slightly higher vibration. And then from there, you'll be on the track to be able to switching it around and being able to attract the solution into your life. The solution is going to come through law of attraction by an idea, a thought that pops into your head randomly. You might hear a song on the radio that triggers um, a memory that you had. It reminded you of this time that somebody else did, had that same situation and this is what they did to get through it. 
You might randomly bump into somebody, have a conversation with somebody. So law of attraction and manifestation doesn't always show up in physical, like tangible things that you can hold. Often the manifestation, well, the manifestation is the feeling that you get when you um, have what it is that you desire. So that might just be a thought. So in having that thought, you feel the same way that you would feel as if you physically had that either that problem solved or you have that thing that you're wanting to attract into your life. This is where it gets a little bit tricky and a little bit hard to get your head around, especially if you're new to this concept. When you think about something that you desire, why do you want it? Why, why do you want a new car? Why do you want a lover? Why do you want a new job? Why do you want a million dollars in your, in your bank account? Why? Because in your current time space reality you see that as being something that will solve a problem for you that it will take you from where you are to where you want to be but how are you going to feel when you have that so if you just had someone give you a million dollars today tick manifested that nothing's really going to change it might give you a momentary um, feeling of joy but that is not going to last beyond the initial you know excitement and adrenaline rush of getting that million dollars in your bank account unless you are a vibrational match to how that feels all the time so let me try and explain this in a little bit more detail so for me um i'm going to give you a couple examples i think that might be the clearest way to to go through this so for the last couple of years, I've been talking to Mick about the type of life that we want to live. We wanted to get really crystal clear on what we wanted our life to look like. So Mick was commuting from work at that point and was in the car for a ridiculous number of hours a day and he would get home late and you know I was at home with the kids and I was starting to feel resentful and frustrated because I didn't have time to to do things that I wanted to do because he was never home and he was feeling frustrated because he wanted to be home but he couldn't be home because he was at work all the time so we started to think about well what what in you know in our ideal life what would we want that life to look like? And this was a good shift because a couple of years prior, um, we were in a situation where Mick wasn't happy and satisfied in his job and he wanted to to try something different, but he was very fixated on, well, what could I do? What type of job could I do? You know, these are the skills and these are this is the experience I've got, so I'm very limited in the type of job that I can have what would what would I do and couldn't kind of get past that problem and was focused in a sense in that energy was focused on I, I can't see how I'm going to get another job or how things are going to be different because I can't see how I can get from here to here this seems like it's too big a jump and this is a mistake that most people using law of attraction and trying to manifest particularly in times of difficult you know in, at times when things in life are difficult is you you know, sometimes it's really easy to imagine what you want. Sometimes that's not so easy. Often you just know that you don't want what you want and you don't allow yourself to think about, well, what else could I want? Because you don't see the path there. You get caught up in the, well, how would I get out of this to start with? And how would I create that? I can't see how that happens. So why would I think about something that I can't logically see being possible? Trust me, every single infinite thing, if you can imagine it, it is possible. Not only possible, but it is already created in a vibrational format. So it's already available to you. You just have to be a a vibrational match to it. This sounds crazy, I know, to people who don't use this, but it is so powerful and it never ceases to surprise me when magical things start showing up in your life. And you just kind of have to get out of your way and you have to match it vibrationally, which is the challenging part. I know that. So just going back to the example. So Mick was really focused on the job he had and not sure how he would get there. And then just randomly, I had an idea one day and 
or shared that with him. It wasn't something that I had sat down and thought about. It was just an idea that popped into my head randomly and I shared that with him and it sort of seemed like, oh, okay, that sounds like something we could think about. That that sounds like something we could potentially do. Now, I won't go into details about what ended up, what that specific role was, but he ended up going down that path and it ended up taking him away for, for a year and he was working away, which also ticked a few boxes because at the time I said you know we've had times in our relationship where life was our relationship was on life support and this was one of those times so I was launching rockets of desire and I was thinking I just want to have a bit more space I need to have a bit more time to figure out what I want to do and so the universe gave me this idea and having Mick go to Sydney for a year for work actually ticked a lot of our boxes having Mick away for the year wasn't fantastic a lot of the time it actually enabled us to be able to get a lot clearer on what we did want so everything that happens in your life whether you can see it at the time or not is going to have a play a role it's going to help you to create contrast so if you have a job and you know there's aspect of that job that you love and then there's other aspects of that job that you don't like well you're closer to knowing the things that you like and so then the next time you're looking for something you go well I know now that I really want to work with a fun group of people and I really want to work outdoors or I really want you know so every experience that you have not just in work but in relationships and in friendships and in you know exercise and in health everything that you experience helps get you closer to that next um that next manifestation i suppose because it helps you to clarify your desire everything that happens creates contrast which enables you to reach higher and higher every single time so this experience of mick being away whilst not ideal at the time it was actually great because it helped us to be able to really clarify within our relationship and as a family what we wanted it to look like and then we started to think about okay so what do we want our life as a family to look like and we started to think about you know I wanted to have more space the house that we built was beautiful but we were really close to neighbors we were in a tiny block and I had concrete walls around me and I wanted space and I wanted nature and I wanted beauty and I wanted a much more laid-back lifestyle and Mick wanted to work close to home and he didn't want he wanted to have be home in the afternoon to pick the kids up from school and he wanted to be around more and so we started to talk and and you know without kind of writing it down and doing a vision board we just got really clear on what as a family we wanted and then out of the blue one day Mick rings and says well uh, how would you feel about moving to Tassie we were living in um, Ipswich at the time and I said my reaction I still remember clear as day was that makes sense whilst we hadn't specifically thought about moving to Tassie moving to Tassie ticked all the boxes it actually this opportunity meant that we could have a much more laid-back lifestyle, that we, we live now where Mick can ride his bike to work and still take only 10 or 15 minutes each way. The kids, I can walk the kids to school. We have a massive big block and we have fruit trees and a veggie garden and there's trees and you probably hear them blowing because it's windy. We can see the ocean every day. It's just magical. The place that we have been able to um, manifest is just, it, it, it ticked all those boxes. Now here's the interesting thing. And as you start to manifest the things into your life that you have been asking for, it's never done. You never get to the point you sit back and go, ah, oh, perfect. Life is everything that I ever wanted it to be. And it might be everything that you wanted to be up until that moment, but you continue living your life. So you're going to continue to launch rockets and you're going to continue to have contrast and you're going to continue to want more and more. And that's, uh, that's what life is about. You're here to have fun. You're here to grow and expand. And if you just kind of got it all done then then that kind of defeats the purpose in my eyes anyway so 
we've moved here to Tassie and we've had this amazing lifestyle and now I'm starting to notice there's a bit of um, discomfort and there's a little bit of that struggle kind of coming up again because I'm realizing that okay so I've I've gotten everything that I wanted now what's next and now I'm sort of starting to desire things that are not currently part of our life or that I want you know very strongly like I'm very um you know I'm very committed to creating these things in my life and because they're not here I still catch myself sometimes focusing on the absence of what I want as opposed to focusing on how I'm going to feel and living my life as if I already have it so just going back to that really quickly in order for things to physically manifest into your fit this time space reality you have to be a vibrational match to them. So if you're focusing on the absence of them, they cannot physically be part of your existence. It's impossible because they it, it's like trying it's like turning the, the radio on and just randomly, you know, tuning it to something and expecting what you want to come through the airways. It doesn't work that way. What you are desiring has a frequency in order for it to become part of your exit you know your physical reality you have to come up to that vibration and meet it where it is so the more what I'm finding with my own experience is that because I'm I've attracted so much of what I want and you know I look around and I think life is great like everything is fantastic then when I think oh but I'd like that because I'm at a high frequency already what I want is at a higher frequency I feel that struggle because I now need to come up to that next level in order to continue to create. So this is how growth and personal growth happens as well. When you are focused on raising your vibration to be able to have the things that you desire, you're going to continue to move up and move up and move up in this frequency to the point where, you know, the, what I'm noticing at the moment is when I have this struggle, it feels even more intense than it used to, because things are happening so rapidly like growth is just you know everything is just kind of like boom 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 it's like amazing but at the same time I'm struggling to keep up with it and then we got a new car yesterday I wanted to share this story with you as well now it might just be to some people as a new car and in all honesty I'm not a car person I've always seen a car as a, you know, something to get you from A to B and I wanted it to be safe and I wanted it to be reliable and of course I wanted it to look nice, like I want to feel good driving it and we've had this car and it's been fantastic and about five years ago because I was still pregnant with Elliot, we test drove a Pajero Sports and it was a cool, it was a good car. I didn't actually drive it. I thought it was too big for me and I wasn't really sold on it. But at the time, we were about to have another baby. Financially, we just weren't in a, in a place to be able to even contemplate taking on another loan. We were, you know, we had a mortgage and we were already pretty stretched thin. And I knew that at that stage, it didn't seem possible or I didn't allow myself at that point in time to believe that it was possible. And when I started to get really specific in the years to follow about what I want my life to look like, and I would go through these exercises and I would describe and I would write down the life that I had. And I'd always say to Mick, I said, sorry, so if we could have any car in the world, like any, like literally any car, like what would you want? And he'd go, well, Pajero Sports. And I'd say, but it doesn't have to be what you think we can afford. Like which car do you really think, we you know, what car do you want? And he'd be just like, well, and he'd go through it and he'd, he'd even go to the point of doing some research and he'd always come back to, no, that's actually the car that I want. And he, at the time, of course, was very disappointed that we couldn't have it and probably held on to that vibration of not having it um, and focusing on that we didn't have it for probably longer than was necessary or that I would have liked. But he's gotten on board with this and he knows now how to do it and it's been fantastic. So five years down the track... We're actually in a position where we can have this new car. And it's not just about having a car for the sake of getting from A to B. We talked as a family last night, well, what's the what's our favorite thing about the new car? And both Mick and I had the exact same answer. It's about what the car represents to us. It represents freedom. 
it represents opportunity we live in a beautiful part of the world and we want to be able to explore it as much as we possibly can while we're here we want to be able to on a Saturday morning get the kids and the dog and the camping gear in the car and take off for the weekend and come back on Sunday afternoon we want to see and experience things we want to do things as a family so this car yes it gets us from a to b and yes it's got all the mod cons and it's pretty cool and it's pretty snazzy and i like looking at it and i like driving it it makes me feel good it actually enhances our life and it gives us so much more than what we currently have so we've been wanting this car and wanting this car and wanting this car and now we have this car and it is not sitting in the driveway because mick drove it to work but we have it, we, we have it. And that's just how, when the timing is right and if you believe in something enough and don't just want a new car because you want it to look, you know, you want to look good while you're driving or you want that initial like, oh, this is exciting when you first pick it up because that, that, that initial excitement will wane. It's about how you feel when you have it and creating meaning behind having it and for us it was just such a strong vision and such a song strong dream and we didn't let go of that and it all you know it's funny because I even said at the beginning um, of the year I said don't don't worry it's not going to happen yet I think it'll probably happen in around September October November when the weather here starts to warm up and we'll actually be able to get out and get it and it arrived yesterday so that's pretty cool but it's interesting what happened is we got home and I walked upstairs and we're in a rental because we've only just been here for 12 months and the houses we've made at home but it's an old house and it's definitely a, a massive step down compared to the house that we beautiful house that we'd built in Queensland and it, my initial reaction was the car doesn't match the house we need a new house and um, just to, I, I noticed myself go into that struggle mode, into that place of feeling like oh, now I just can't even enjoy the house, you know, like I don't like being here now because it's not fancy and it doesn't have everything. I was able to quickly work myself out of that and I was able to identify that the reason that when I left the house before we went to get the car, that wasn't there. When I came home, it was because we've up-leveled. We've got this new car and now I'm going automatically, well, what's next? Now I want to work towards that dream home. And just a little insight, I actually have a dream home. I can see it so crystal clear. Like it, it literally, not one detail of it has changed in the past probably three or four years. I just don't know where this house is. And I'm not going to go searching for it or I'm not going to focus on that I don't have that because I know that house exists. I know that that house will be ours and I know that the timing of it will all happen perfectly, exactly when it's meant to. And I trust that and I believe that because I've got so many experiences of, of this law of attraction delivering to me exactly what I ask for and I can feel it. So when I wake up in the morning, I imagine my life as if I already have that house, as if I'm getting out of bed and I've got the view that I've, I can see crystal clear from my bed. And I'm living that every day. There are times when I step back into this house, you know, that's dirt, you know, it's an older house and it's not the best house in the world. But then I go, no, I'm focusing on it. This is our house for now. I focus on the things that I love about this house and I focus on the things that being here enable us to do. And I focus on the proximity and the location and all the good things. And then I remember we are going to have this dream house at some point and I get so excited about that that my vibration just raises and I know therefore that when the timing is right this house will appear and the circumstances in you know will line up so that this house becomes ours it's not even something that I question anymore I just know that to be true so when you're feeling struggle you can manifest more of the same by focusing on what is in your current reality or you can start to shift your focus to what I want and then stay in the vibration of what you want and then you can start physically changing 
your world. You can start taking your life consciously and deliberately in a direction of your choosing. Now, I, I get it. I know so much that it's been my experience as well that when you're feeling struggle, it feels almost impossible to feel any better than that. You know, and that's why don't search for, you know, the highest vibration emotions. Just search for something that just gives you just that little bit of relief from what you're feeling now. Switch your thinking just to help you move slowly out of that struggle into a place of high vibration. There's also things you can do every day. So first thing you when you wake up in the morning, you know you're you've reset your vibration overnight. Uh, we all I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but we tend to focus when we first wake up in the morning of all the things that we have to do and we run through the to-do list and we think, oh, I've got to get up, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, I've got to go to work, I've got to blah, 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 blah. And before we even, our feet hit the ground, our vibration is one of focusing on the problem or focusing on what is or focusing on what we don't want which is a completely different vibration than that to which we want to attract into our life so start when you first wake up in the moment and try and allow the first thoughts to be ones that raise your vibration now you the higher your vibration the better you feel so you know through your emotional guidance system at any point in time what your emotional set point is if you feel good you're high vibing if you feel crappy you're low vibing you want to try and bring that vibration up so that the things that you desire can can flow into your life with ease and grace so start with that you could do a vision board whether it's something you cut pictures out of a magazine old style or you do a screensaver for your phone or your computer they act as a reference point or an, an anchor point to remind you of what you want. Just as I say that, I'm reminded of something that I wanted to share with you, and I will try and wrap up very shortly. I know this episode has gone longer than previous ones, so thank you for sticking with me. We sold our house, this beautiful house that we built, we sold that in um, a couple of months ago, and it had been on the market for a while and Mick and I sat down and it was, wasn't an easy decision but we knew that by selling the house it actually created more freedom for us to be able to focus on the life that we're choosing to, to create now. So we wanted to sell it and we were focused for such a long time on the fact that it wasn't selling and I was worried that it wouldn't sell and I was worried that I wouldn't get the right price for it. And we came up with a, a figure that we thought, right, if we get this for the house, then that's 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 fantastic because that will enable us to do all the things that we want to do. And so we wrote on the windows, on the bathroom mirror, on the mirrors in the bedroom, on I've got a glass door in my office. We wrote it on there. It's pretty much all the surfaces that you would walk past. We wrote it on the fridge. We wrote this figure, this very specific figure, everywhere so we'd have this constant reminder now I didn't sit there all day and look at it and imagine getting it but I created the intention and then every time you see it it's just that little anchor it's just that subconscious reminder that yep this is what we're working for and I kind of and then I encouraged Mick and we both did it that we would when we saw it we'd just imagine it so it is this is done this is this is how it is and imagine us feeling that we get the call from the agent that the house is sold and this is what it is and we would practice that and we would do that together not all the time but we would do that regularly enough that when we saw that figure it would anchor those emotions when we sold the house it sold for it didn't sell for that but now here's the exciting thing, and this is something else I wanted to briefly mention. The money, it was $20,000 short, and that money actually came through other means. So we, at the end of the day after selling the house, had the exact figure that we had written up, like the exact to the dollar, the exact figure that we had written up. Some of it came from the sale of the house, some of it came from other means but we got the exact amount that we put up that this is what we need to be able to create the life that we are planning for. So with the law of attraction, launch your desires. Here's the other little trick I really want to, you to take away from today. And don't hold fast to how it's going to show up in your life. 
Remember the story I told you about us moving to Tassie? We never imagined moving to Tasmania, but we were clear on the lifestyle that we wanted. So we were open to any opportunity that would allow us to feel how we wanted to feel. So when you hold tight, so you launch a, you know, you want to be able to go on a, on a, um, you know, round the world trip once COVID's all sorted and you, you set it on, you want to travel for a year. Let's just say that you want to travel for a year. And the only way you can see that happening because of the way our mind works is that you have to sell your house in order to be able to do it. So you're dead fast that I have to sell the house. If I can't sell the house, then I can't do this trip. What if you just focus on I'm going to do this trip and let the universe work the rest out because it will come in surprising ways, not always in the package that you expect it to. This happens with attracting lovers and partners and business partners and clients and friends as well. I know myself when I was going through my probably my 20s, late 20s, early 30s, that I would have quite a specific, you know, boxes. You know, my partner had to tick these boxes. And I, you know, had a couple of relationships that, you know, obviously didn't work. And I was I was struggling to meet somebody that ticked all the boxes. And I remember at one point saying, after a relationship had ended that was pretty, you know, pretty yuck. And I just want to be with someone who thinks I'm fantastic, who just loves me for who I am and just thinks the world of me. That was it. No more boxes. It didn't matter what package this person showed up in. And literally within a week, I met Mick. Now, most of you won't know this, but he is nine and a half years younger than I am. And I had always said to myself that I need to have somebody who is older than me or at the same age and all these other things. And here I am <laughs> and I met, you know, I was 32 and Mick was 23 and we were married within two and a half years, had Poppy within two and anyway, I was pregnant with her when we got married. And everything just happened and here we are eight years later today um, and if I had have not been open and I'd been very specific about the package that I wanted my future husband to turn up in, I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been there at that time, I wouldn't have met my husband. I'll talk about that again in another episode because it's a pretty cool story about how we came to met and how it all came to happen but I just wanted to share that as an example don't be so um, prescriptive of how you want things to happen just put out what you want to happen and then allow the magic of the universe to, to deliver it to you in increasingly magical and surprising ways okie dokie wow okay so we've definitely gone over time but i hope that you have persisted and that you have taken some valuable information from today's episode i love talking about manifesting and i love you know i love the feel of it in my own life and i just love seeing other people create magic in their life so if you would like to continue this conversation don't forget to come across to conscious joy seekers i would love to have you there it's a um it's a group of amazing people all doing the same thing all focused on creating more joy in their life and what better space to have a conversation about manifesting on a friday i think it is we do um, manifesting magic so i share lots of tips and tricks and hints and experiences of and stories of my own on how you can manifest more of what you want into your life my whole purpose here on this planet in this lifetime is to help people to live in alignment and when you're in alignment honestly trust me everything starts falling into place and your life starts to just become everything you ever ever wanted it to so don't accept what life is if it's not ticking there you go if it's not fulfilling you if it's not creating joy don't just accept it because this is what it is and you don't know how to get from where you are to where you want to be let me help you let me support you through that come across to conscious joy seekers and i look forward to seeing you there until next week bye for now